Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. You'll remember a number of years back with the global crash that Canada's banking system was held up as a shining example of how banks should be run. And that's why I was surprised to see a headline that said uh, the banks, Canadian banks are at risks, risk rather, and they need to keep an eye on certain things. That report came from Moody's. And that's why I want to talk to Jason Mercer, Moody's analyst. Hello, Mr. Mercer. Hi, how are you? I'm well. Remind us of what was back in 08 when we heard about how we were protected. Our banking system was great. Tell my listeners what was happening back then. Uh, well, back in 2008, there was, uh, it was a global uh, financial crisis. A number of banks around the world were um, were suffering from uh, so, some bad loans, and a, and a lot of uh, liquidity had dried up. Um, and uh, so globally, there was a, a, a bit of a calamity. But in Canada, I think we largely escaped that. Our, our banks really sailed through the crisis quite well. Now what's happening with our banks that you've got a bit of a, a red flag just to be aware of? Yeah, there are a few flags, actually, that we've been uh, monitoring quite closely. Um, the, the the big media story in the last couple of years has been high consumer debt levels uh, in, uh, in across across the country. Uh, and you combine that with um, house price increases, particularly in uh, Toronto and Vancouver. There's been a lot of house price increase. And um, a few of the areas that we've been looking at have been the uh, the mortgage portfolios on uh, on Canadian banks and the mortgages that consumers tend to hold. And so the concern is that banks are taking on more risk. And we, we just hear the headlines about consumer debt, but ultimately it's the banks that are propping up that debt? The, yeah, that's correct. And and there's, there's a few reasons for that. Um, the, the the part that we're most concerned about, or that we have a concern about, is that the um, proportion of insured mortgages, the mortgages that are insured by the federal government, has been falling mm-hmm. uh, as a proportion of bank balance sheets. And so the banks themselves have been taking on more of the risk that a mortgage loan, that a consumer would default on a mortgage loan. Um, so we've been monitoring that closely. And the other part of mortgages that we've been monitoring, particularly for the consumer side, is that a number of mortgages are due for an interest rate reset in the next uh, 12 months, almost half the mortgages out there, actually. And so consumers um, could see a rise in their monthly payment if they go to uh, renew their mortgages and the interest rates increase. And then there's the concern of a default on mortgages. That's correct, yep. You're focusing on mortgages. I want to also switch to consumer loans, especially when it comes to we've seen a real increase in the number of long-term loans for consumers. And uh, right on top of the list is when we hear car loans that people now seem to be able to take out such long loans. What impact does that have on banks? Well, um, the the loans themselves, um, they tend to have higher rates of default than a mortgage. A, a person will be more likely to pay their mortgage than, a, than an auto loan if push comes to shove, if, if someone were to lose their job, for example. Um, and what we're seeing is that there are longer, longer loan terms. So about 10 years ago, the average loan was about five years. Now it's getting closer to about six years. And that doesn't sound like a very large difference. But um, those are averages, and we've actually seen evidence that there's some loans that are as long as eight or nine years. 
And in some cases, we think we kind of scratch our heads and say, well, that's that can be longer than the the actual useful life of a car. Mm. And so, the, you know, does the vehicle last eight or nine years? You've got a Sloan that's eight or nine years old, and we don't know if the vehicle will last that long. What do banks take from your report? What what should they be aware of? Well, I think they should be aware that, um, and I think they are very much aware of that. The, you know, consumer loan consumers are are more stretched than they ever are, so than they ever have been. So they're more vulnerable to a downturn. But at the same time, we've had really strong employment across the country. Um, I think if if that were to change and change quickly, then we could start to see some losses at the banks. Um, and so I think that they're they're probably watching this very closely as well. What about consumers then? Well. Um, the government has taken a number of steps, uh, particularly on the mortgage side, to uh, to tighten the standards by which a, a, a consumer can get a loan on a mortgage for a mortgage. Um, mm-hmm. For cons- for for auto loans, I think I think the onus is a little bit more on the consumer to maybe take a step back with that new car purchase and and evaluate whether they want to really um, make these small payments or should they pay off their loan a little bit more quickly, depending on on how long they expect to hold the car. Good information. Jason, thanks so much for this. Thanks for having me. Jason Mercer, Moody's analyst. It is 524.